0: FM to get started. Hey guys, so the season for Iron Fist is over, but we have special guest Lewis Tan next. You're tuning into The Destination for TV Superfan Discussion. After Buzz TV and now, let the buzz begin. Yeah. Let's <laughs> see the hot music fan suggestions
1: <laughs> Just prepared for Never it. heard it before. Gotta get on it. Come on. <laughs> yeah, we're getting, we're, yeah we're getting our warm
0: up on. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Everybody's remixing this right now. This is hot. We're
2: gonna have to look up more jams of this. Do you have a favorite mix of it so far?
0: Major Laser remix is pretty good. Oh, okay, well, Major no. Laser
2: bangs. So right. okay, I feel that.
0: All right. Okay. Hey guys! So you're watching uh, the Iron Fist After Buzz TV special because the season's over, but we have Mr. Louis Tan with us to talk about the show and his career. Yay! Thank
1: you guys, it's a pleasure.
0: Um, I'm Rick Hong, and you can find me on all social media at Rick Hong, R-I-C-K-H-O-N-G. And I'm joined by Joelle Monique.
2: Hey guys, I'm Joelle Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique every week at BlackGirlNerds.com. And
0: out. Louis, yes. where can everybody find you on social media? I'm uh, on Twitter at the Lewis Tan and
1: uh, Lewis Tan official on the gram. Everything else.
0: Is Follow not him. These
2: yes. tweets are yes. amazing.
0: Superstar, superstar. Yes. Um, so, all right. I mean, what? How do, how do we? How do we want to start this? We, we want to talk about Iron Fist, right? Yeah, I uh, know.
2: Just... totally. So, episode eight, which is like the pinnacle, this is everything. UK. So, first of all, should we? we...
0: Where are you going to start? I know. I'm like. I'm just. There's so much to like. There's so much, there's to, like, there's so much to talk. Yeah, and I think we're a little giddy too. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean. I guess what I want to know. With, I made you giddy. Ray. Yeah, you did make me giddy. <laughs> uh, what I want to know is. Okay, so we're, the show. You're in episode eight. Do you, did you uh, did you get a call? Like, was it? Did you have to like audition for the for? I I want you to say his name because like you said on the show, like, I'll butcher <laughs> the name
1: joe chang joe chang right on right on that's the name but you can say zo joe
0: zo zo in
1: in hong kong you probably say joe but you know he's uh he's english english and asian so Mm -hmm. he says joe chang because he wants to explain it to the guy You see what i'm saying (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 no i'm korean that's why i was like i'm gonna butcher this because like it's completely different what would you have
1: said i'm just curious
0: well, no, because, like, for me, like, when you were, like, it sounds like Joe Chang. Yeah. Joe, you know, but, it, but it's not spelled that way. Yeah. So well, I was like, saying
1: it to a foreigner at yeah, the time. Right, right, so. He was a foreigner in the land, so I wanted to make sure he really understood it. If I was like Joe Chang, he'd be like, huh? <laughs> so I was like, Joe Chang. Yeah, yeah. You get it?
0: I mean, plus, it's like, I'm going to let you say the guy's name, not me, because, like, obviously, you know how to say his <laughs> name, so it's because it's you, right? It's your character. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no I, I want to know how your how the character came to you like in terms of like did your agent call to say hey there's a guest star role for this like
1: Yeah yeah well um I mean as everybody kind of knows by now there was some other roles that that were offered to me and uh or that I was looked at for at the time um uh, those roles didn't work out and um I was in I was in Argentina at the time Yeah Spain I was in Spain at the time <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 <That> <laughs> Argentina. Me- Argentina wait, wait. was a
1: few months so, before. Right, we go traveling. we go from South
0: America to Europe.
1: got yeah, yeah. So it. um yeah, I travel a lot, so sometimes I get confused. <laughs> oh no, that's right. I was in Spain. I was on a nude beach in Spain. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, of course. Okay, because you were like <laughs> it's just, you know, I've seen yeah. the
2: gram. I've been there. I've observed it.
1: Listen, man. <laughs> I was born in England, man. We just traveled around a lot. My parents and I, my family would go to a lot of nude beaches in France, all over the place. It's no big deal. So, um, yeah, it's not it's not a big deal for me, nudity. It's not like a thing, you I'm know. Very that American. that's an Amer- yeah, that's an American thing. I'm
2: super American, bro. Well, cool. That's all right.
1: That's all right. I, I understand. But um so so yeah, we're um I was on a nude beach and I got a phone call to go back to the hotel and do a self-tape for this part which they were interested in me playing. And um I didn't get the breakdown at the time. All I was told was that he had a dragon inside of him and that he was uh, drunk. Huh? I was I I mean they had me. I was signed up. I was signed up on dragon and then once I heard he was a drunk dragon, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely definitely interested in that one." So, um Went back to the hotel room and um I rented a conference room for a hundred dollars. And I tore the conference room apart with a, <laughs> a water jug oh and I God. just went crazy in this room doing this tape. Water everywhere, all over the place. And um
0: Wait, was it like flash dance where you're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, Similar. <I'm> similar.
1: <laughs> very, very, very similar. And I uh, sent in the tape and um they liked what I did, so Next thing you know, I was I was on a flight to Brooklyn.
2: So I'm curious. So you say you were like elated at the fact that you get to play like a drunk fighter. I mean, were you looking at Jackie Chan's drunken master at oh, all, of being like,
1: "Well, that's the pinnacle." So like, you know, obviously Jackie's the master. He's the one who, you know, if I can come halfway mm-hmm. to what he he does, then I would be overwhelmed and happy. So uh, yeah, no, that's the pinnacle. I studied what he was doing. I didn't want to imitate Jackie or everybody knows Jackie when they say drunken master yeah. it's Jackie Chan you know so i didn't want to you know imitate him i wanted to pay respect to what he did but i don't i wanted to make it different plus i have different my body's different i'm much taller i have you know i'm much heavier so i wanted to fit that that uh the body movement and 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 empower the character in a different way you know what i mean make him more aggressive make him more um uh, longer instead of shorter and and flowy. I can still be flowy, but when I'm aggressive, it's 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 in a, in a long distance. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I was feeling when I was taking on the, uh, the the body movement of the character.
2: Is there any chance season two you might pop up again? <laughs> <laughs> <You>
1: said, <laughs> yeah,
0: because I mean, no. I was I was thinking the same thing. Cause, like, I had to rewatch it again. Um, I actually I showed my girlfriend to say hey I was like I was like I met you know cuz I met you last or met, I met officially met you last week yep. and I was like oh my god I was like you've got to see it, cuz this is like awesome and uh and yeah but I, I you get bloodied up pretty well but it's very yeah. ambiguous in terms of you. know, what it's not the you. first
1: time. You saw the character's got a huge scar on his face. It's mm. not his first time to get bloodied up. It's all right. The thing is, I mean, in the comic book, he it takes a long time for Danny Rand to beat this guy. I mean, he even has a team up with Luke, with all these other characters, too, to defeat this guy because he's just too powerful. So that's not the way that they went with it in the show. Um, having said that, if season two comes back and they want to bring bring out the dragon... Um, there's this amazing scene in the in the comic, amazing frame where he's staring into the mirror, and hit, and he has his shirt off, and his back is like super scarred up, his face is scarred up, and he's looking into the mirror, and in the mirror is just this giant dragon, and he looks open his neck, and he like takes a part of his skin off, and you see the green there, oh, and cool. I was like, I mean that, to to see that on screen, I think that would be incredible. So. There's more layers to this character, more layers to the character that you can peel off, and I think that it would be interesting um, t- to see that in season two. So, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to doing that if it if they came and offered it to me, sure.
0: Well, so you're talking about the scar, so I wanted to know, how long did it take to put that makeup on?
1: Uh, probably, I think, about uh, about an hour. Yeah, about 45 minutes to an hour.
0: You're just, like, just sitting in the chair and there? Just they're, like, sitting in there, layers.
1: getting pretty.
2: Um, oh my goodness. Zoe Taldana talks about getting into her makeup for Guardians of the Galaxy. She is... Oh, man. She's a texter. She likes to text or just yap at her stylist uh, the whole time. Uh, but her co-star whose name I cannot remember, who plays Nebula, uh, she likes to just sit back and just be quiet and just observe, like, just just get it done. It's a good time for a nap. Where are you at? Okay,
1: uh-huh. I'm this dude. <laughs> I was gonna ask you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm this dude. I'm super cool and very respectful. And, and you know, sometimes it could be irritating to have that pushed on your face and the alcohol. And it's like, you know... I get in zen mode. I just put I put music on. It's usually early in the morning because, you know, we're showing up on set early. So I'll put some nice classical music on or something chill, and I'll just, like, zone out. So
2: How often are you listening? You listen to music when you train. You listen to music when you get your makeup on. It seems like a big all part day. of
1: your life. All day. Yeah, I can't live without it all day.
2: Specific genres you prefer?
1: I'm a big uh, jazz and blues kind of guy. That's wh- that's my go-to music. Um, I listen to a lot of classical music. listen to a lot of Chopin. Actually, just came from my piano class. I'm learning how to
0: really how to play. So you're you're learning how to play like uh what like Mary had a little lamb and oh no right now right now yeah right no,
1: right now I'm literally just learning keys. I'm just doing like so three two oh no, so you're three, not even so you to play, play that yet no 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 <laughs> very basic. But you know my hands from from training a lot and doing swords and not and doing all sorts of very you know aggressive sports. My hands are like they're just stiff and kind of like they get shaky sometimes. So the piano's been like kind of teaching me how to be more calm and be more flu- fluid with the hand. It's it's a, it's a nice counterbalance to what I do normally. So wait, why why piano now? Um, well, no, I've always wanted to play, and I just got sick of saying that. So I was just I just <laughs> I just picked it up. I bought a piano and I uh, started taking lessons. Yeah.
0: Man, so you're like a complete opposite me because like you know having Asian parents, my parents were. Uh, yeah, you're gonna to learn to play the piano. It's like no, and I hated it. I absolutely hated it. I can play it, but I really poorly now. But I absolutely hated it. So that's pretty. I admire you to say, you know, like I, at a later when people pick up the piano like later on and not as a kid. Yeah. To start doing it.
1: Yeah, we have to fall in love with those type of things. Like my father made me do martial arts because he's a martial artist. So he won the national title of England in kickboxing, and he martial arts is very close to him in many ways it kind of helped him survive so he taught it to me as a young child and it was how we bonded like he would sit there stretching in front of the television like and like watching old Jackie Chan films or watching Bruce Lee or watching you know just old movies and I would sit there and stretch with him you know that's kind of how we bonded and then yeah I was the same as you I was like "Ah, I don't want to do martial arts anymore once I was like 13 or 14 Mm. I'm like you know I want to I want to I want to go to the movies with you know with my friends and Skateboard or whatever. It's not cool to do martial arts. And then a few years later, um, I got in a fight in the street and and, uh, got, and lost. And okay. I was like, okay, oh. maybe these martial arts, you know, maybe there's something going on with that. So I'm like, Dad, uh, can we uh, pick that back up?
2: That's so humbling. And now I'm
1: just in love. So sure. now I'm like obsessed. Now I love all forms of, of the movement. And um, it's just such a big part of who I am now that if I didn't have it, I would be like, I would be dizzy, you know.
0: So when you're at the hotel and you're doing the drunk, you, you're you're figuring out the style of this character. How many times did like were you looking in the mirror first, or did you tape yourself watching to say, no, that movement's not right? Like how many times did it take to get? I just
1: sorted, like four tequila shots. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, what? you really did. You really embraced the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm complete. I'm completely method actor. I was drunk on set, like every. <laughs> no,
2: I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm totally
1: kidding. See, that'll be the clip that they put. <laughs>
2: The assistant director just chasing you down. That'll on be set. the clip. I'm like, no, stop! Drunken it,
1: actor from Marvel, <laughs> Louis Tan destroyed a hotel room in Spain. No, um, no, no. I uh, man, it was rough because because it, it has to be turned in in like the next day. You don't get it and get a week. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get a week to prepare. I'll be lucky if I get two days to prepare. So um, I did. I did my best. I did some quick cramming homework and um, chose a couple things. When you have limited time to prepare an audition, you, you, you make a few solid cho- big choices, and you go with those choices. Mm-hmm. That's right, it, you that's, have to, absolutely. I'm not, I'm
0: not an actor, but I, I can only imagine that's what you've got to do, that's go a, big or go home. That's
1: the best way to do it. Then once I get the role, hopefully that was enough, and then I can really do my research and I can create this whole thing. So yeah, so no, I I just did a quick cram, and uh, but no one will ever see that audition tape. That That no. will never be released. No
2: disappointment oh. after, a, after, after, yeah. after
1: it was done right and the show came out and everybody's saying that they love the character and they love my performance i was like overwhelmed and i felt i was just humbled by it but then i was like let me just go back and peep the audition tape because maybe it's good mm. you know what i mean i watched it and i was like oh, delete delete, delete. <laughs> so you actually have some really like it's hot. great uh oh yeah,
2: yeah go for it like training videos online How much time goes into, like, producing those? Is that, like, a big part of your, like, job as an actor? Do you think it's to use social media or is that more just, like, an outlet for you as a person?
1: It's a complete outlet. I don't see it as a job. I think, I mean, it's changing nowadays. You guys know. I mean, it's just, it's crazy how it's affecting the actual industry and people's choices. Um, I think it's, I think there could be a lot of great uses for it. But, no, for me, it's just the outlet. I I just literally started filming the training tapes because we thought it was cool and uh it was cool to check them like go
2: people oh god they're so
0: cool and
1: yeah then uh the more the more i posted them the more it got attention and um it really got out there yeah can- but that's just a normal that was th- like literally that's just training i mean even filming it is mm-hmm. kind of like a pain in, you know it's a pain in the ass cuz you're like well i got to film this now but really i mean you can ask my trainer or you can ask anyone who's seen me train. We'll train really hard and we'll just sneak in little clips here and there. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like we're there filming and, I mean, we we go there and grind. It's less I mean?
2: about, like, trying to get the right camera angle and more about, like, what you're training for day.
1: Well, yeah, if I go home and I didn't get a good training session, then I'm going to be irritated, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, yeah, we go there to train and then we film whenever we can and bits and pieces, you know?
2: That's cool. Yeah. But been using social media to kind of reach out for... Different roles lately. Like, I know <laughs> the Black Girl Nerds have been really supporting you on, uh, to get you on uh, into the Badlands, which is one of my favorite shows on TV right now. It's super awesome. Hell You've been yeah. watching Respect. and tweeting with Love the fans. That show. What's that process been like as you're kind of like.
1: Um, well, I'm just getting used to it. You know, I'm not like a pro or anything, but um, I'll see stuff on, you know, I'll, I'll retweet people's, people's suggestions, or maybe someone will be like, hey, you should go check this out. And I'll do some research and look at it and be like, oh, wow. And then I'll have my people kind of reach out and. Um, yeah, it's interesting how that how that happens. Uh, they've hooked me up with um, some pretty good connections off of Twitter. You know,
2: keep tweeting. Yeah. Shout out to, Le- to, to
1: uh, yeah, no Lexi Alexander, the director of yes. The Punisher. She was one of them. I mean, she got hooked up with me through Twitter. So shout out to Lexi. She's incredible. And, She's the um,
2: best. She walks the walk. to you Shout out I to my Twitter followers,
1: boosting my career and, and, and helping me. So thank you guys. Um. So how so when you were doing the
0: episode, how long were you on set for?
1: Um, I'm not quite sure how long I was on set for. I came out a month before to train for the specific so style. It took a
0: month to yeah. do that sequence.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a longer sequence. Um, it was a longer sequence. There was a lot that was going into it, and I wasn't shooting every day. So maybe they'd, they'd shoot a, p- a piece of it, and then they'd go do some pickups later on, Um so, yeah, uh, but I, I came out early to, to train with the team the hits international stunt team led by Brett Chan. That guy's a beast. And uh, they had these, these, uh, these guys that are just like some of the best in the world at kung fu, just beating my ass every day. Yeah, it was. <laughs> were
2: you training mostly like in character or like I'm sure first, this is, like what the regiment was like.
1: When I first got there, I was like, oh, I'm going to learn choreo. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no, <laughs> they were like, you're going to learn. Great. They're like, you're going to learn kung fu. Oh, crap. Then you're going to learn choreo. So it was hard, man. It was hard. It was a little bit frustrating, but I do like doing it that way because then it's going to, at the end of the day, look more authentic. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't train Kung Fu. You know, that's that's not the style that I've trained. So, um, yeah, it was nice to have kind of like somebody leading the way and showing me exactly what to do, even though they were like five foot. They're <laughs> <How many laughs> like bend <"Bing laughs> over backwards like just like this.
0: Do you <laughs> see me? Wait, wait, how tall are you?
1: I'm six two, one hundred 185
2: six pounds. Okay. okay. So, how many times more short do you know?
1: I'm the first drunken master over six foot.
2: That's a... What? Little
1: well, IMDb fact for you. <laughs> so someone's like, going gonna to pop it on there now. Someone's <laughs> going to put it on there, no, yeah. but that's the truth. Unless I mean, unless I'm.
2: So, okay. Part of the challenges are bending over. Like, what are some of the other issues in just being tall and learning this particular types of martial arts? Hitting
1: your head on like lamps? Does that count?
2: We <laughs> like leaping super high. I got this like chandelier
1: in my house, and like I always hit. <laughs>
0: oh, okay, that that's not what you meant. No, <laughs> no but you. I mean, you no, know, like, but like I always imagine, like, yeah, if you are on set and like you're that there are things that are like getting bashed. It's like isn't it, isn't usually like made out of candy or candy glass?
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, the wood, the wood that I got kicked <laughs> into, that was that's real wood. It just got serrated a little bit. You saw one piece of it fell and hit me on the head, right? <laughs> I
0: was thinking about yeah. that. I was like,
1: I wonder if it says, ow. And they use that shot. I love that they use that shot. That's so great. Afterward, everyone's like, are you all right? I'm like, uh, yeah. yeah. Worth it for the shot, though, right? Yeah, worth it, man. Totally. The shot looked great. Yeah. I love stuff like that. Happy accidents, they're called.
0: So, so, like, the it wasn't like you were dealing with... Because I was trying to figure out the expertise part. Like, were you... Obviously, you're getting trained, but then what's what's it like to have to do go up against someone that's, like, either if the style is different or if they're not quite up to speed in terms of, like, their own martial arts, if that gets frustrating for you, or if you're like, no, it's just we've just got to work it out because it's, it's like, dancing. It's just choreography. And- yeah,
1: I mean, it is it is like dancing. Um, and, yeah, like dancing. Your partner has to work with you. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... I mean everybody's different. everybody has different levels of 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 how much they've trained and how much they understand martial arts, how much you understand film choreography mm-hmm. as well as martial arts so that's something that's been in my family you know since I was two years old. so for me, I understand that concept about it and um yeah it's it's frustrating sometimes, but you just you just gotta do your best you know you just do you you just do your best and and uh hope for the I Call for talk the best outcome.
2: A little bit about like your love of you movies. Nervous? No, I I'm formulating a question. Okay, okay. I'm no, a question. We have so
0: many. And, okay, and
2: the question is: so you started, you trained, and were watching like movies and television a lot with your dad. Where does your love of movies kind of come into like acting? Like when when do you fall in love with movies, and when do you fall in love with acting?
1: Ah, oh, that's a good question. Um... Yeah, you know, my dad would show me old Peter Sellers films. Nice. He would show me, um, you know, Woody Allen. He would show me classics like Gone with the Wind, um, like Dr. Shivago And as a young kid, you don't know really what, that's about and you're like nah, this is not because you cause always want to do
0: cause that stuff is adult matter i, I was yeah. the same way and you want to do the new
1: thing like what's new you're like well no dad that's not cool this anime is cool you know what i mean and like you don't know what's going on and then as you get older you start to realize that like oh my god like these are these are timeless classics so i started studying godard i started studying better i started studying hitchcock um you know the greats. I love P. T. Anderson. I love I love Wes Anderson. I love Tarantino. I love Scorsese. You know what I mean? Those are directors that Nolan. You know what I mean? Like these are guys who I follow um, and I love dearly. So um, In Ritu, Alejandro In Ritu, like these are guys who I've I. I go by director. I'll, I, I went by a series of directors and I'd get all their movies and sit down and just study so them. So
2: you're a believer in the auteur theory. Oh, absolutely. Okay, 100%. Right
1: I mean, you're only as good as your taste at, at the end of the day. You have to have good taste in order to translate that to film. And then once you're in the process of translating that, things get lost and, and things turn out differently on set. So you have to start off with a
0: high standard, mm. right?
2: So who's the peak then? Who's the dream to work with?
0: Oh, I, I, know the, I know the role that's the dream because I heard it the other day. We'll <laughs> go on that one a little in a second.
1: Uh, yeah, well, that's different. Um, which director would I want to work with the most? Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of P.T. Anderson. I think, I think P.T. and Tarantino because he's not mm. apparently not making very many more movies. I, think, I guess he's only making two more movies. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, maybe they would be the top two for me to work with.
2: I like Paul Thomas Anderson's uh, approach to filmmaking, which is like family first. I mean, this idea of like, <laughs> he did a um, uh, What the Fuck with Mark Maron, where he's talking about like his favorite sound is like just the pitter patter of his kids' feet throughout his house. And that's kind of his approach to filmmaking is just bring the family together, shoot it, make it happen.
1: Yeah. That's kind I of a be beautiful part of. The, I want to be part of, of that part family. Of. Yeah, I've seen There Will Be Blood like 150 times. Oh, God. Yeah, I drink your milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, wait, then what's the role?
0: Oh, uh, so uh, okay guys, so I I gotta meet Lewis the other day at the Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival and one of my colleagues for Popcorn Talk, Carrie Lane, had asked him and said, and I was actually I was like, that is a great, awesome answer. He he wants to be James Bond.
2: Come on now. That is very dope.
0: I, I was like that was not even on my radar for an answer for you to say like not want to be, darling. <laughs> I will be one day.
2: <laughs> Several questions then. Okay, what type of are you are you more old school James Bond uh, gadget style? Are you more international man of mystery or are you more like kind of loner with a fist?
0: Oh, but Austin Powers' James Bond?
2: Well, yeah, a little bit. Like sometimes we were able to get like with Pierce Brosnan and we had like a little more comedy. Well, I grew up Bond. with
0: Pierce.
1: Yeah. I grew up, oh, okay. so that was how I was introduced to James Bond originally. I grew up with Pierce. Pierce was always James Bond. Daniel Craig, I think, is uh, is, is the manly part of James Bond that I think needs to be there.
2: Fathers loved him.
1: He's amazing. I, I mean, incredible. I'm not taken away from what he was doing. I think there's something about the, for lack of a better word, charm. That's not that he kind of gets overshadowed by his manliness, and, yeah. he, and he is manly. So he's I thought not busted
2: in the ball. So yeah. So I
1: think bringing that back would be nice. But I mean, Roger Moore.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So more like. Roger Moore was kind of almost like a gunslinger type of Bond where he was just like quick on the trigger and didn't have time for anyone's BS. I can dig it. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Who is your Bond girl then?
1: Who's the Bond girl? Yes. Oh, I don't know. For my movie? Yeah. For my James Bond. Oh man, that's a hard one.
0: That's really hard. Yeah, that's really tough.
1: Ava Green was a good Bond girl. I thought she was pretty cool.
2: Ava Green was really freaking lovely.
1: Leia was good too. They always pick great Bond girls. Barbara Broccoli, she's amazing. She does. She has a great, a great eye.
2: <laughs> I would love to see you with a Bond girl who could fight too. Yeah, I feel we haven't would... really had like a real. We have a, We've had like some some spy girls, and we've had some like uh, double crossing girls. Yeah. But we What's had the like youngest getting... James
1: Bond? Ooh, because I got a few more years, I think. But that's that's the seed. that oh, I'm Oh, you know, this
0: is actually interesting. Um, so before they cast, I, I know this for a fact. Before they cast Daniel Craig, uh, it was supposed to uh, Henry G- Henry Cavill. Oh, okay. Henry Cavill was like had the paperwork signed, yeah. like ready I to go. About but that. they decided to go older, I'm and glad. so that's I'm why glad. that's why they did that's Daniel a, Craig.
1: It's a, <laughs> that's a win. I think they got they got a win there. Oh yeah,
0: but so in terms really? of young, I don't know because like they they seem all around, around the same age. Yeah. You know, and Pierce Brosnan actually. Before they went to Timothy Dalton was going to be Bond, mm. but he was doing a TV show called Ramending Steel, really which about it. <laughs> they wouldn't let him get out of. So luckily for him, he he aged very well, mm. and he had the had the opportunity again. Mm. Unlike unlike mm. a Tom Selleck who would have been Indiana Jones, except he couldn't get out of his Magna PI contract. Right. So Harrison Ford mm. got that role.
1: Yeah, timing, timing is very important, which is why I'm planting the seed now.
0: that's smart Smart. smart. got 10 to
2: 15 years to come up with a concept build it Mm. Uh, you said earlier something about anime and now I have to ask what kind of animes were you watching as a kid?
1: oh as a kid yeah oh man well Ghost Ghost in the Shell
2: okay right on right on Um, that was too lofty for me I couldn't stick with it oh really? when I was like 10 I was like the hell is happening
0: I was watching Afro Samurai yes Afro
1: Samurai was the truth Actually, when you watch stuff like that, you really learn how to direct. I mean, those shots, and you, or even if you read like the comic books, I mean, that's it's like a storyboard. It's just, it's, it's beautiful. I love it. Um, what else is I watching? I mean, the classic Spirited Away, stuff like that.
2: Very classic. Do you want to direct at all?
1: I would love to. Yeah.
0: And you've,
1: you've, you've directed some. You've yeah. directed like
0: a, some stuff.
1: I consider myself a filmmaker. You know, I don't. I don't just consider myself an actor. I've always, always, ever since I was a teenager, been somebody that wanted to do it all um in in the film world so um and i feel like people have done it before and i feel like i can do it too you know what i mean even jackie jackie directs jackie does his stunts and jackie's a fantastic actor um there's a lot of people that did it and i i i look up to those people so yeah i would i would love to direct i've written a few screenplays i got some in the works right now so we'll see
2: what kind of stories are you looking to tell
1: just things that move people, interesting things, interesting things that push boundaries and break boundaries, but I mean, I I love everything. I mean, I wouldn't say I just want to do one thing, but uh, yeah, I mean, I gear towards drama, action, but I love comedies. I love no, you were, I mean, yeah, you did too. comedy pretty well, or yeah. at least
0: physical comedy, you did really, really oh, well. Oh, really?
1: Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think people are always surprised when they see me do comedy. Um, I have to keep reminding my agents, like, hey guys, where's the comedy stuff, because... Uh, you know, they see me do a lot of villains, a lot of dark roles, a lot of, like, drug dealers and gangsters. And
2: You're young and you have the stature. Well, <laughs> villain, you know what? Done. Make it happen. You know
1: what? I love it. Something Tom Hardy was saying I, I, I really like. And he was like, yeah, I get to explore these avenues and these dark characters even deeper each time. Because they were asking him, you yeah. know, how come or how does he feel that he has to keep playing these dark roles. And um, I was like, yeah, you know, I should really appreciate it more and, and kind of... I do explore them more, but I started to kind of resent it every time I I, I got it. I was like, "Oh, again, again," because I feel like I can do it all, and, and I like to show that, you know.
0: I feel
2: you. I feel you. You know, write something. We'll support it. We'll put it out there. Oh,
0: that's happening. Hell yes. <laughs> it. Awesome. Awesome. Um. Oh, speaking of, I was trying to figure out the. Well, so you you just rapped on. A movie with Gerard Butler.
1: Yes, The Den of Thieves.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about that role? Yeah. Or, or are they, are they, if, they, if not, that's okay, too. Because since um, you're talking about genre, you're like, uh, I'm either stereotyped to be this or like, yeah. Or I want to be doing some, some, some comedy. But I wanted to see like what this role...
1: Right. Um, Christian Guttegas is the director of that film. He's an a amazing director and also a writer. Um, I did action work on a film called Olympus Has Fallen mm-hmm. with Gerard Butler. Antoine Fuqua directed that, it was incredible to watch him work, and um, the, and he was the writer of that, and uh, Olympus, is uh, London has fallen, he wrote, and so this is his, I believe, directorial debut as far as the feature film world, and um, yeah, man, he called me up, and uh, I have a cool little cameo in, in the film. I came on a little bit late, but um, they called me up, and uh, the director and uh, the producer, Tucker Tooley, good friends of mine and um called me up and i'm like hey come play with us so so that's what happened it's a crime it's a it's a crime robber thriller fun i just
2: uh recently saw dolph lundgren at the new york film academy he's talking about his years doing stunts like performing his own stunts and and pushing his body way way past its limit for the sake of the art and i was wondering if that is a common in your field and b it was the furthest you've ever gone for like a shot
1: Oh man, yeah, it's very common what I'm doing. Um and I don't mind it. I enjoy it, you know what I mean? I was saying I was telling my friends I was sitting um sitting on a set and I was just, just acting. There was nothing going on. I'm just acting, there's no crazy action and I was like, Yeah, this is a lot of fun, but I wish I was like <laughs> I wish I was fighting or jump you know, doing something crazy, but then when I'm doing the crazy thing, I'm like going home, like, oh my god, I can't move, you know what I mean? <laughs> So it's one of those situations where you like you miss it when it's not there, but um, yeah, the craziest thing that I've put myself through, I snowboarded behind a moving train once.
2: Like on tracks, actually moving. Yeah. Were, were you like <laughs> like grinding the rail, or were
1: you like? So on if you the Google tracks? now, it's gonna get all blown oh, up. No. If you Google Mountain Dew train boarding, <laughs> there's a video that pops up, and it's me in Chicago. I think I was 20 years old, and uh, the director of Act of Valor, okay, uh, Scotty Waugh, uh, called me up and was like, "Hey, you snowboard?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "I uh, want to come, uh, <laughs> want to come do something for us in, in Chicago?" I'm like, "Like what?" He's like, "Well, we're gonna pull you behind a train, you know, kind of like a wakeboard, but on a train <laughs> track." I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll go do that." So that was that was my mentality at, at the time. Still is, but anyway. I start off on an escalator, and I come down free-falling down an escalator on a snowboard, and it leads to the the bottom of the Chicago subway track. As that's happening, a train comes at the same time (laughs) with my homies on the back, and they have a wakeboard rope. And as soon as they pass me, they throw me the wakeboard rope, and I catch it with one hand. Maybe it was two. And I slide off to the side and jump onto the railroad tracks, land on the tracks, get pulled by the train, until my board catches um outside of a tunnel and...
2: Okay, so I'm from Chicago, so I have a lot of questions. Oh, Shut dear. down, yeah, baby. Cums. One, are you? Wait, is this the L? Is this like the elevated? And then as it I goes don't know. Under? I was
1: staying in the Cougar Triangle,
2: Oh. at the Sulphiteal. Okay.
1: Do you know what the Cougar Triangle is? I, you wouldn't go there, obviously.
2: Yeah, but are you so yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. The, and they're actually <laughs> you're actually pulling you on the train.
1: Yeah.
2: Are they shooting this at like night?
1: Uh, no. I think we were shooting in the day. Incredible,
2: yeah. incredible. So first of all, you closed the train line, which all Chicagoans. Why? Then,
1: <laughs> <but> too, <laughs> They're like that's that guy that I remember that. Or
2: that day ten years ago when I couldn't get to work on time. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but well, also, we made a good commercial. Yeah, that's a super cool stunt. Have ever broken bones or anything in the sake of a movie? No,
1: yeah. no. I've never broken bones, man. I wow, got hard that's bones. Great. I've been good. hit so hard. I no. I've never broken a bone. I mean I'm banged up I walk a little funny but
0: I'm fine <laughs> no if you uh, so your dad so your dad was in the business but did it, when you make a, did, like was there a point where you made a conscious decision say, to tell him this is what I'm gonna do did he dissuade you or he's like yes you... no he's
1: super supportive you know I mean he's been banged up he's had his he had his nose ripped off in Romania yeah the hell uh... sorry I just jumped I jumped I jumped that one I should have said caution <laughs> How so let me try it again. Caution. <laughs> there was a fire hydrant, and he was putting somebody out with a fire hydrant um, on a stunt that went wrong. And the Romanian fire hydrants are just, they're Romanian fire hydrants. <laughs> and a piece of it snapped off and went crazy like this and just caught him on the nose and just, oh,
0: oh, shit. Shit. Ouch, ouch,
1: And gosh. he was just gushing blood. Still put the guy out, because my dad's a G like that. And then um, uh, had to go to the hospital. He was there for a long time, wouldn't let us come visit this is just one of the many things that's happened to my father so i've seen him go through it and i've seen friends of mine uh, my good friend brian becker one of the actors on true blood uh broke both of his arms and his head he was in like this weird kind of cast for a while mm-hmm. on this movie and i was living with him at the time and i was watching him in a nurse helping him go to the bathroom and i was like i mean it's real it's real people don't know the stunt stunt community out there is going through a lot to uh make these action films happen
2: petition them for oscars You'll yeah it. yeah it's
1: about they, time
0: they well is there anything that will there become a point that you think maybe like not now because i mean but i'm sure when you're older you probably sit there and say like i can't do that anymore or like or do you take the jackie chan thing where like yeah dude if i can physically if i'm able to do it i'm gonna do it
1: i mean if tom cruise is hanging off an airplane <laughs> i'm like i'm gonna do it till i can yeah uh, until i'm like physically not allowed to do it then um i'm gonna be doing it for forever. But and then, you know, there's always the time when you transition into like I said, like directing. I would love to do that and take my and take time off, you know what I mean? But no, I plan on staying really fit and uh and doing as much as I can for as long as I can.
2: Right on. That's so exciting.
1: I mean, I, I at least have to do it up until James Bond Okay, right on. <laughs> so maybe okay. Look after yeah. After James Bond has happened, then I can kind of like sit back and relax because I accomplished Pull the Clooney, something.
2: Just like wait for your favorite roles. And, and yeah, and we'll remember this,
1: and then I'll be like, yeah, see, I'll call you, and then I'll be like, hey, it happened.
2: This is how I get with Beyonce when I remember Tina Turner. I'm like, we have so many years left of Beyonce. It's so exciting. <laughs> um, I'm curious. Okay, so movie franchises. Is there one that you really want to be a part of?
1: A movie franchise. I mean, does does Batman count? Is oh yes,
0: Batman counts. But I've heard, and I know who you want to play.
1: <laughs> well, besides Batman. Wait, did I mean? I mean, Nightwing would be amazing. I think that would be a, an interesting way to go with Nightwing. I don't
2: pray, but I might start. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that
2: would be the one, just because who doesn't want to see Nightwing in a movie? I've been begging forever.
1: Well, let's see. Let's see.
2: Do we know? We know I have friends at Warner right? Brothers, Could so I let's call? see. We'll make calls, for call me.
1: Yes, you know you should be my agent. What? Yes. I <laughs> hey,
0: watch your totally agent. Watch it Like as soon as you come out here, he's like, yeah, call yeah, so ball, like Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> 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 totally. Oh,
1: that's awesome.
2: Okay, so a Batman franchise.
1: A Batman franchise would be great. Yeah. I mean, what other franchises? Star are there? Star Wars. I don't oh, know if you're a man. Star Wars guy. Are or... you kidding? I'm obsessed. Um, yeah, I think I mean people out there have seen what I can do with a katana. So I mean, if I had a lightsaber in my hand, I think, yes. I think it'd be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, because Jessica Jessica was in uh, Force Awakens, mm-hmm. and then Jessica Henwick, Henwick, yeah, yeah, she was in Force Awakens. And then um, at, when you were on set that day, did you did you get to see everybody other than? Um, Jess and I hung out a lot. They cool.
2: trained together. They're training videos with, like, oh, yeah. my gosh.
1: Jess was training every day. I mean, I saw her pretty much every day in there. And she was all bruised and banged up and bloody every time and with this bright smile on her face. She She's loves it. G, that dude. girl's a beast.
2: It was incredible watching her. Oh, yeah. She was, like, series. trying to
1: soak it all up. She was like, nope, I want to do it. Nope, I want to do it. How do I learn? How do I do it? So, I so, mean.
0: Yeah, me beat up the cage fighters.
1: Yeah. She has a, you know, she had a great attitude about it, and I think it shows in her. In her
0: performance too, you know. It definitely does. So I'm oh, sorry. So I'm you. I'm you for a second. <laughs> and no, no, I, I'm going. I'm going somewhere <laughs> else. So I'm you. And they say that when the show is gonna drop on Netflix. So mm-hmm. it's 11:59, and it's gonna drop like at midnight mm-hmm. on whatever day it came out. I forget. Do you? sit there and start watching episode one from the beginning or you say, no, screw that. I know which episode I'm, <laughs> going. I'm going to go straight. Cause no, cause like sometimes like I'll watch my after shows and like when I do something with Joelle, I just scrub right past her. <laughs> <laughs> I, her talk. I just scrub right past her and I'm like, all right, yeah, I want to know see that. me. I want to see me. All I, right. I, I'm curious to know if that's what you did first or if you actually was like, you know what? I'm going to wait seven and a half. Hours. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? It was such a long stretch from when
1: it, when we shot to when it was released. Um, and there's so much hype around it. I this is what actually happened. I sat down, I put on episode one. I got through about ten or fifteen minutes, and I just couldn't take it anymore. And I had to see what I was. You know, I had to see what was going on in episode eight. So moved on to episode eight <laughs> and binged episode eight. No, I couldn't. I, I couldn't wait the eight hours. It was it was rough. It was rough.
2: It was my favorite fight. I
1: tried though. I swear, I attempted to try.
2: I mean, I we really appreciate the try, but also like episode eight, like from eight to the end, it's just so thrilling. Like, and you have some of the best fight scenes, including uh, from the final episode where they have that whole fight in silhouette in the rain. And you're like, it's so comics cheesy, but it's perfect. It's everything you want yeah, in, you in want a, it. You know, you absolutely crave it. You're like, this is the you moment demand I've been it, waiting and you for. deserve it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, so okay, I have have one. Um,
1: let it out. Yeah, we're, Go we're, we're together. We're together. I man. feel
2: like I feel like maybe since Ridley's got all these alien movies stored oh, up, man. that that should also be a franchise that we try. Because you know, like seeing you do like any more sharks is obviously awesome. But like you know, how awesome would it be if you had like a giant yeah. machine gun like, I read, walking I through read, a forest? I read for
1: Covenant. Yeah, I went in. I went in and oh. read for a role on Covenant. Um, got a call back, and um, it didn't pan out. But um
2: but next time
1: maybe next time i see it i would love to work with ridley he's he's one of the greatest of our time you know what i mean and but he's totally. from england too
0: no they and they just i mean they just dropped the what the uh oh my god why am i, why am I blanking 2049 2049 yeah, oh, blade yeah. runner yeah they yeah, dropped yeah. that yesterday it looked pretty amazing it That's does cool. look amazing i don't i don't
1: watch trailers so i'm not a trailer person so i didn't i don't watch trailers cuz it just they're like long versions of the movie, and, I, and if it's something it. that I really like, I won't watch the trailer. Every now and then I'll catch one, but um, for Blade Runner, I saw just the photo. Of, like, all the dust in the background. I was like, nah, I'm not watching that trailer. i just going to wait till it comes out and I'll watch it in the theater.
2: So, I, I roll with the Schmo's Nose guys a lot, and they're always talking about how they can't watch it. Like, they watched the Spider Man trailer and they were all ready to cry at the end of it. They're yeah. like, we know what happens now. And I'm like, you can't I know mean, everything now. They're like, nope, nope, saw too much. And it's really. You ruined. know,
1: and it's like the audience is, uh, have you seen The Handmaiden? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, wait, the, wait. Park Chan Wook, the uh-huh, Handmaid. Yeah, <laughs> so uh-huh. Park Chan Wook is one of my top. He's in my top ten greatest directors of all time. Old Boy is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, when I watched The Handmaid, and tr- I did watch that trailer because a friend called me up and they were like, "Hey, I know you don't watch trailers. You need to watch this <laughs> one." I watched it, and that's how you make a trailer. Hmm. Didn't say a word. Just it just pulled you in, gave you so much to, to to long for and
0: then just leaves you.
2: Here's a series of gorgeous images. Come see the whole film. Yeah, I
0: was like, I have no idea what's going on it, but because it's Pak Chanok, I'm gonna sit there and watch his you know, watch this right. movie. And then did you see it?
2: Yeah, yeah, I thought it And yeah, it. and
0: they peel off like each act, uh, they just peel off genius. and I don't wanna spoil it for anybody, but you should genius. see it. Yeah.
2: It's one of the most beautiful films of the last, like, I cannot believe the lack of Oscars from this film. It was crazy. I, I,
1: I heard from, actually, Lexi, because mm-hmm. we, we, Lexi uh, and I were talking about it, and she said that they didn't make the cut for the Oscar nominations. They like didn't. Deadline? Yeah, or? Deadline. That's what she... Like,
2: don't you make exceptions for greatest I mean, Oscars? My God. I would
1: be like, Park Chen look, <gasps> yeah, 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 let him in, you know, give him an extra.
2: It's a part like, of, does, does he even need, like, why would he even need to apply? Like, why would you even require... Person of that magnitude to put it in for me, like, I just don't understand. Genius don't
1: understand movie! Everything. If you guys haven't seen that, Handmaiden. get on it.
2: It will disturb you.
1: Light some candles, watch it at nighttime. <laughs>
2: no, <laughs> Keep get the on, on. It. It's terrifying. Get on
1: it.
0: <laughs> so, are you open to like every? Are you open to? Uh, granted, I know that TV and film are blurred now. It's a little blurred. it's so like, I mean, I wouldn't even call Netflix TV. But is it more? Like the next kind of area that you're, you're like, I'm gonna try to focus more on features or like any opportunity is where I'm gonna go.
1: Yeah, well, like a few years ago, I was saying I just just wanted to do features, um, but now, yeah, I mean, I'll want to go where the good writers are, where the good directors are, where the good work is. So if that's on Netflix, if that's on Amazon, then I'm there. You know, if that's HBO, I'm there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to do good, good work that excites me, that challenges me, that scares me. That's what, that's what I want to do
2: okay so i i just like a little curious about how your early acting training goes like you decide you want to act what does that look like are you going to like acting classes are you doing theater in school yeah
1: i did theater in school i went to i've been going to acting class um i go to the john kirby studio Uh, i went there for i think maybe nine years straight almost um and we did everything: Tennessee Williams, John Patrick Shanley, David Mamet. You know what I mean? The list goes on, just all the way down. Dude, a legit all the great theater, yeah. All the great playwrights we did because that's that's how you learn the fundamentals. So in that class, it was just all about learning the fundamentals. There was no cheating for camera. There was no, you know, I knew that already yeah. actually. So I actually didn't even have to learn that part. I just had to learn the fundamentals. And he, you know, he teaches very similar to what Marlon Brando learned with with Stella Adler and Uta Hoggins.
2: So. High school cafeteria Are you sitting with the jocks Or are you sitting with the theater nerds
1: I kind of had my own <laughs> I don't like to bring up high school um, You're like principal's office <laughs> I was like the re- I was kind of like One of the rebel Rebel kids That was just in trouble All the time And I had my own Little group Of friends So I wasn't really With the jocks Or with the theater nerds I was with like You know You could say it <laughs> Yeah, no, maybe he's like Pony Boy,
0: or I don't know, or from you know, The Outsiders. The no, in uh, really, in yeah.
1: sixteen, yeah, in sixteen candles. You know, I'm I'm like I'm like the bad boy with the leather jacket type of type of kid oh in school, goodness. causing trouble, thinking I was cool. You know, that's that's what I was doing. Yeah.
2: So high school not so hot, but then <laughs> high school not so hot.
1: I saw someone the, like a, a few years ago. This is a, this is like I don't even know why I'm saying this on TV, but I saw someone a long time ago from school. And I'm like, hey, I won't say his name, gave him a big hug. And he was looking at me like... And I'm like, what, man? And he's like, I don't know. You're just like, you're so nice right now. And I'm like, I wasn't nice in school. And he was like, no, man, you didn't talk to me in school. I was like, oh, no.
0: But that's, uh, yeah.
1: You live and you learn. You know, you look back and you, and you want to correct those type of mm. mistakes that you made. So, you know. But
0: it's also a different time in everybody's life, too. I mean, it's made to be, you know, there's clicks and Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And also, I went
1: to a school uh, in Simi Valley. It was a predominantly white school. I, I, I got kicked out of a school, and I, I had had to transfer to this school and when I got there it was predominantly white and pretty racist so I was like kind of on the defensive at all times as well you know what I mean so I did kind of have like my back against the wall
2: yeah my upbringing yeah Yeah. my whole town Entire population of minorities less than 1%. Right. So it was Very like,
1: similar to Simi Valley. Yeah. Any, anywhere
2: you go, you're just completely othered. And, you know, you know, it's not really pleasant to try to have to explain yourself all the time. <laughs> That's
0: what you had to do?
2: It's exhausting. Oh, hell yeah.
0: I mean, I'm from Lincoln, Nebraska. So that place is 99.9% white. I'm so, so we all there. know yeah. what's uh-huh. going down yeah. here. Uh-huh. A lot of... A lot and of look where situation. we are now. Totally.
2: You gotta, you gotta be uh, blessed for otherness. It's, it's, it's a struggle when you're going through it, but man, when you're ready to do something big, like you've got all the tools necessary.
1: It makes you strong. It makes you strong, and, and, and it gives you a good sense of who you are at an early age. Hopefully, you know what I mean. If you really, if you really seek it and and seek out to kind of understand what's going on and what's out there in the world, it's not all butterflies. You know what I mean. And that's all right because it's beautiful thing on both on all spectrums.
2: And it's better to be aware of uh what's going on. Absolutely, times, 100%. And now I mean, it,
1: and now it's just happening in the in the in the film world, you know what I mean? This these these topics and these controversies of of whitewashing and, and and everybody wanting to feel represented, it's happening now. So, it's just I mean, if it didn't happen to me then, maybe I wouldn't have such a strong um passion for it now, you know what I mean? If I had it so easy. But mm-hmm. I didn't have it easy. My father didn't have it easy. His father didn't have it easy, but you know, we're moving forward, and we're, we're being better every day for it, so...
0: Yeah, there's progress. I'll
2: preach that sermon, that was there's beautiful. There's progress, that was yes.
1: Hallelujah. <laughs> Can I get a... Uh, uh, well, yes. okay,
0: so before we before we like kind of like wind down, I wanted to know... I, you said you wanted to talk about a TV show that you're maybe thinking about working on, or a project that... Like, yeah, that not project- thinking
1: about working on. I actually, um, I, I have a project that I wrote based on my father's childhood, so it's funny that that led into that nicely. Thanks, Rick. But um, yeah, no. My father had a really crazy upbringing as a child, and um, he was left in in, in China uh, when he was five years old. He woke up and his parents were gone, and he was he was living on the street for a long time. And the family that took him in was very abusive, and my father would would sneak out at night, and he would he would watch uh, the Chinese opera through like a fence, and he would watch these you know these gymnasts and these martial artists, and that was the first time he was exposed to that, and it was kind of like a little bit of peace for him. So you know, this is a story that I know from my dad telling me for a long time, and I was like, this would be a really interesting origin story. So I've been working and working and working, and I got this—I uh, got a series put together. It's an ancient American superhero story. I, I would be playing the character of my father or the the hero role. And,
0: um, did your dad sit there and say uh, You know what, someone else should play me What, you? <laughs> like, well, you? No, no He was like, that, that didn't right. happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're not right for me.
1: You um, can't play me No, nah, he's been really supportive about it He helped me He helped me shoot the teaser trailer that we did Lexi Alexander directed it And um, all the pieces came together Man, I took my first meeting at a big production house And they were like, cancel your other meetings So that's in the works Be on the lookout for it It's called The Fireborn
2: so first of all, Twitter gods coming together to make products IRL is like my favorite thing in the entire universe, and I adore everything Lexi does, and it's so cool, because I, I know all of her fans are like, we need you to do more stuff like you did with the Punisher. It's so cool, so that's really exciting. Also, is your dad Nightwing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> secretly?
2: <laughs> yeah, secretly watching acrobatic performers at a young Funny age. Funny enough,
1: my the reason why I'm literally sitting at this table today is because of Batman. What? My dad moved from London oh, okay. to do Tim Burton's Batman. The reason why we're even here in Hollywood is because of Tim Burton's Batman. My dad worked on that film and was a villain. And Michael
0: Keaton, Jack Nicholson. Yep.
1: And my dad was um, um did some of the martial arts choreography. He also played a role. And um yeah, he uh he this is why I'm here. So it's funny enough that you say that cuz it could it could so very well come says. full circle. Yes. Shout out to Warner Brothers, my favorite studio. So let's see. <laughs> Wait, where do you, know? where do you, where do you call home? Um, LA. LA's home. LA's my home for, for a long time, you know? I travel a lot, I'm always in different spots, but LA's home. LA's home to me. Okay.
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure. Um, Joelle,
2: anything else? Uh, no, man, it's just been, like, so amazing. I'm, I'm so excited to watch your career <laughs> blossom and do just super cool, amazing things, and As if we're, like, as as stunning and as great as you always are with martial arts, I'm excited to see you branch out and do some, like, just really, you're such a great actor, too, and so I hope casting people are listening and and are looking to cast you outside of, you know,
0: the bubble. Yeah, you were definitely definitely the highlight for us for when we were covering Iron Fist, absolutely, for sure. Thank you,
1: guys. No, I appreciate it so much. I'm honestly humbled by it, and and, uh, the support that I get on Twitter, especially from the the black community, has been, like, just insane. And it's crazy how they really stood up for us um, when we were going through, you know, this time of misrepresentation and underrepresentation for Asian Americans. I mean, they really came out and stood up for us, and um, I respect that so much. So, it's it's a beautiful thing to see people uniting, and um, the amount of love and support I get on the internet is, is... It helps me get through everything. It's beautiful. So, thank you, guys. Thanks and I'm for glad, having I'm, me. Yeah, no,
0: absolutely. I'm, and I'm glad that that scar healed up all night. <laughs> 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 you should see the rest of it, so... Okay, Louis, where can I, where can everybody find you on social media? Oh,
1: uh, you know where I'm at. The Lewis Tan on Twitter and um Lewis Tan I'm looking at you like what is it? Uh Lewis Tan Official on Instagram. That's where I'm at. That's where you can see all the goods.
2: Follow, go to YouTube, check <laughs> check the training videos because they're amazing. And if you have not watched Iron Fist yet you know, watch the whole series, but also check out episode eight and this amazing Jungle Master Kung Fu Fu. It's just wonderful.
0: And Joel, where can everybody find you?
2: Yeah, uh, I'm Dominique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique, every week at blackgirlnerds.com, every Wednesday at the Schmo's Nose. And uh, if you go online now, you can see my diversity panel from Clexicon in Vegas with the other black girl nerds. And my interview with W. Kamal Bell from United States of America on CNN is coming out sometime
0: this week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you can't top that. You can't even top that Rick. Go ahead and try, but you
0: can't. <laughs> and uh, I'm Rick Hong. and you find me on all social media at Rick Hong R-I-C-K-H-U-N-G thanks for tuning in thanks to Louis Tan it's been a treat thanks guys see you guys soon (laughs) from executive producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV.
1: The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views
0: of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.